It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, we've got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. All right, we are back with another episode of the Briscoe and Big Ace Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am Big Ace, and with me, as always, my brother, my homie, my good friend, Wes Briscoe. What's up, Wes? What's going down, man? How crazy is all this weather going around Texas and New Jersey and everywhere? Because I heard a lot of people going to AEW got couldn't make it because they got trapped in Texas and couldn't make it. Yeah, dude. Crazy to see who's at AEW this week. Um, I actually had to pick up a Brian cage from the airport here in Orlando because he couldn't fly into Jacksonville. He had to fly into York and then from New York down to Florida because they had to avoid Texas because Texas was completely shut down. No doubt. It's dude, it's so it's crazy. I got family down there as well. Um it's nuts, man. You know, being up here in the Midwest, a lot of people up here are kinda of laughing. And I know it's not a funny thing and I don't agree with like just poking fun at them. But the other you know, on the other hand though, that is something that is our norm up here, so like that we're very used to it. But like for people who don't have to deal with that kind of winter on a regular basis and aren't prepared for it. I mean, uh, and you also got to think of too is Texas is not just flat. There's no. a mountain range, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like steep uh, terrains out there in Texas. So when that gets snow, pe- like pe- it's hard to drive. And you know, if you're not like, let's say it snowed here, I guarantee you, I would have a trouble driving. I probably wouldn't even be out, but. Well, you know, and for me, too, when I hear about warmer states getting snowed on like that, like, to me, it's like, what, you guys got, like, two inches? Not me. Right, which could be a lot to them, uh, to people in southern states, where to us, that's like, whatever, it's a Tuesday. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, we are. We are, Eric, staying warm and safe. Um, but when it was like, dude, like, wasn't Texas getting hit with, like, a foot and a half, two feet of snow? It was something... Something pretty crazy. I think it's even more than that because I know that they completely shut down the airport 
and all of Texas is in a state of emergency. I saw a post that Thunder Rosa, her wife and her husband and her kid were in her car because they ran out of power and had no power. Wow. So they had to go in the car to get heat. Now that is crazy when you have to go in your car to get heat because you lost power and there's nothing else to do to stay warm and your house is so cold that you got to go in your car. To st- it's it, it, this last just year, dude, it's just been like the most crazy shit happening. You know what I mean? With the pandemic and the, the election and just everything in the world. And now you're seeing these states who should never really have to deal with this kind of weather dealing with the worst of them. I mean, it was getting almost worse there than it is in Minnesota. You know, I mean, it definitely is. We don't have that much snow right now. You know, I mean, we got cold. I'll tell you what. While I was in Vegas, dude, they were getting, like, 20 below in, in my hometown. So it was the best time to leave until I had to come home to 40 below uh, on Valentine's Day. Um, but, again, we're Minnesota. We're equipped. We're ready for this stuff. We live in this stuff for about five, six months. You know what I mean? Out of the year. We're, we can handle it. But, man, I couldn't imagine just – you're so used to never dealing with that. And it's the videos and pictures of cars just frozen over, pipes that person and it froze over. It's ridiculous. You gotta, you gotta think that the plumbing and everything is not set up for that. No. It happens that everything kind of seems just to fail because they weren't, it's not insane they weren't prepared, but they just never had that type of weather, so you can't really prepare. Same if that ever happened in Florida. I guarantee you everything would explode down here because we've never seen stuff like that, you know, so it's kind of crazy. It's, dude, it, it's super nuts. What's up, Trisha? Thanks for joining us. Uh, Darla, hello. What's up, Darla? I miss you guys. Yeah, it's not been bad up here. We've been very fortunate in Minnesota as far as the winter this year. We still have a good month, month and a half left before we're out of the woods, so we'll see how it goes, but... Yeah, it's sad, man. It's sad when you see these places that aren't ready for that kind of thing have to deal with it, you know. I mean, you guys, it's like the same thing if a hurricane hit Minnesota for some reason, you know what I mean? Like, we would not know what to do. We'd be running around like, what? Where you guys are like, whatever, I'm going to go surfing in the hurricane. Tornadoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it is what it is. But, man, it's crazy yes, times. Uh, Guys, thanks for joining us. As always, share with everybody you know. Let them know we're on live. Let them know where you can find us. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Briscoe and Big A Show. Audio versions on the VOC Radio Nation. Uh, make sure you check them out at vocnation.com, and you can find our on-demand audio uh, versions of the podcast as well. Uh, so Darla, that's interesting. Yeah, she remembers your first visit to Minnesota. How was that for you, bud? This is this had to have been before you and I were that, like. That wasn't really my first time because I've been there wakeboarding, but that was my first time there during winter time, and it was cold. Like there in Iowa, oh my goodness, it is it is too cold for me. It's no I joke. Remember, the coldest place I've ever wrestled was Canada, though. Nothing beats Canada cold. I bet. Oh, I bet. That's crazy, man. Um. Big shout out to Hannibal and Hannibal TV. Yeah, definitely check Hannibal out, man. He does some good stuff on there. So very good YouTube channels. Check it out. Uh, man, it's uh, we didn't do a show last week, like I mentioned before. I was in Vegas hanging out. 
Um, again, picked a great time to leave Minnesota because it was getting really cold. But, man, Vegas was – it was interesting. I know you know all about Vegas, West because you were wrestling with uh, – was, was it Paragon that was out there? Paragon and Ring Warrior. So I've done, I've done probably three years straight where I would go every month to Vegas. Okay, so you know all about Vegas. You know how it goes. Oh, I'm interested about the hat you were wearing now that Darla brought that up. Oh, it was, like, it was like one of those old school ones that like cover your ears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, Hell yeah. It's my snowboarding hat. Yeah, I could see you rocking that. That's yeah, for sure. Definitely. I Hell brought yeah. the hair, but it doesn't get cold enough. <laughs> exactly. Um, it got yeah. 90 today. Oh, dude. I'm really, really been contemplating why I'm stuck in Minnesota still. It was 90 today. Um, That sounds lovely. Uh, But, yeah, so you know all about Vegas, man. So, But you haven't been to Vegas since the pandemic, right? I haven't been to Vegas in two years. Okay. So it was interesting going during a pandemic, dude. And this is tail end, I I guess we can call this the tail end or the downward spread. side of the, the pandemic, hopefully. Um, so I think there was more things happening than usual, but it was weird going on the strip, man. Uh, Cause the strip is where it's always happening. Dude. That, mm-hmm. The action. And it was not, I mean, it was busy, but it wasn't like Vegas. Uh, Fremont where we were staying. Now that was pretty usual. Uh, we were there Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday was all right. Thursday was a little busier. Friday was packed on Fremont, uh, just top of it. They got that brand new hotel Circa, so I think that's been bringing a lot of business. But it was a good time, man. It was a lot of fun. Weird to not have any shows or anything. Literally, it was like you can drink at the bar or you can gamble. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of other options going on with all the clubs and everything being shut down. But we checked out uh, Count Customs, which I don't know if you watch that show. It's a show mm-hmm. on, like, Discovery Channel. We went went there. My nephew's a big gearhead, so I brought him over there, and that was – it was cool, but we paid 15 bucks for the Uber there. We were in there for 10 minutes because it's literally one big room that you just walk around to see the cars. So it was kind of like, man, this really wasn't worth the money to take the Uber here. But all right, cool, you're happy. Uh, and it was cool. And then we went over to, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this place. It's called the Las Vegas Fight Shop. Have you heard of it or been there? No, but I've heard of it. Okay. I went there about four years ago. Um when it was still on the strip and was like, dude, this is a cool ass store. So when we went this year, I wanted to make a point to go back uh, and check it out. They've moved locations, but it was cool, man. They got some really cool wrestling stuff. I was looking for Briscoes. Didn't see nothing. It's kind of like, you guys need to get on the Frisco train. I'll miss Frisco merch here and I need it. Uh, but man, they had some cool stuff. They had like a WrestleMania two or three posters signed by the whole card. Uh, framed up on the wall. They had some really cool stuff. I picked up a really cool Macho Man shirt and my new personal favorite T-shirt. I picked up a Bobby the Brain Heenan shirt. Oh, that's a good one. I love it, dude. Love it. Um, so it was cool. And what I did, guys, is I, I filmed a lot of the stuff, and I'm going to make me a nice little YouTube of all of it, and we'll put that up here in the next week here. So watch for that on the Briscoe Vacation Show YouTube. Uh, I, my trip. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see all that footage and get to see your vacation. Yeah, man, it's going to be cool. We also went to Top Golf. Have you ever done Top Golf? Yeah. Dude, how fun is that? I've never done it. Yeah. And I'm a big golfer. I love golf, but I've never oh, done the top. I'm, you're a golfer. 
Yeah, I am. So, I mean, I, it, you wouldn't tell by watching me that night. It was awful. But I didn't have my own clubs. I blame it on that. I didn't have my own clubs. You can never do good without your own clubs. Uh, but it was fun, man. I had never done that. That was an interesting thing. It was cool, man. And at Vegas, it's cool because the strip's right behind it. So you just, yeah. it's, it was dope, man. But it was, it was cool. It was a much needed, uh, vacation. So, Trisha, the windstorm in Vegas, I was there, but I was in the airport. And then our gate was kind of in the U-shape area of the airport, so I really couldn't see past the other gates across. But at a certain point, it was noticeable that, like, hey, you can't see, like, that far out anymore. And you could 10 minutes ago. Uh, Our plane did get delayed because it was, like, 70, 80-mile-per-hour winds going on for about 20 minutes when we were supposed to take off. Uh, But our plane was already running late because it came from Minnesota, where it was, again, 20 below, and they had to de-ice the thing, so... It was uh, it was it was a trip to get home, man. Uh, and then when we got home, it was about twenty some degrees below zero. Left our winter coats in the car because you don't want to bring that to Vegas with you. So that was a good half hour of freezing from getting out of the shuttle into the car and start driving home uh, before it finally warmed up. But it was cool, man. I had, I had an experience like that. Um, I was. Where was I? I was in Singapore, and I was in Singapore for like a month, and I came home, and I forgot what, you know, Singapore is always hot, and I came home, and it was through JFK, and when you come through JFK International, you have to go outside and get into like a bus and go to another like terminal thing, but you have to go outside. Mm-hmm. It was snowing, and I had shorts, flops, <laughs> and a t-shirt on, and everyone was like, what <laughs> Yeah, I just came from Thailand. Like, I know. You know, I'm like, what's, like, I had no clue, and it was the oh, worst damn, flop. Dude. The, t- dude, I was freezing. I had to buy socks at the airport. <laughs> dude, my feet were frozen. It sucked so bad. Did you know that today, and that you definitely are traveling when you go from point A to point B, and when you get to point B, you got to buy stocks at the airport. Yeah, and it's been like two, like a sixteen-hour flight, so I'm jet lagged. Is all oh I yeah, know. and then I go out and it's snowing. I'm like, it's but that's great. I'd be interested to hear more stories of the places you've been to and just like the crazy things you've seen while traveling. Uh, you know what I mean? Cause you've been all over the world legitimately. Yeah, I, went, I went to Israel after nine 11. Really? Like how soon after nine 11? Just right. to put it in perspective. Maybe a year. How was it? Awesome. Was it? I spent two weeks there. There was only one time where they were like, hey, you guys need to duck your heads and, like, not, like, look out the car. But that was, like, only one time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, heat waves coming, that's for sure. Uh, Chris, what's up, buddy? Welcome. Thanks for hanging out. Again, guys, thanks for joining us. And, again, please. Yeah, during that trip, I actually got to wakeboard on the Sea of Galloway, which that's the where Jesus walked across the road. No doubt. So I got to wakeboard on that. And we got to go to Jerusalem and got to see the Wall of Prayers. And wow. Did a bunch of cool stuff while I was there. I was really blessed to get to go to Israel and uh, 
spend some time there and go to Tel Aviv. And Tel Aviv is like Miami. It's like full yeah. on clubs, party, like doesn't shut down to like five in the morning. <laughs> and we luckily we had really cool guests that knew everyone and brought us to all the cool clubs. And it was a great time. I loved Israel and I'd go back any day of the week. That's awesome, man. So let me ask you this. Because you've had these two careers, you know, you're a professional wrestler, you're a professional wakeboarder. Both of them have made you go across the country, across the world. Which one, though, has really brought you to, like, the most, I guess, what one really made you international? Like, what one brought you to the crazier places? Did you go to more different countries and crazier places when you were wrestling? Or was the trips doing the wakeboarding, like, way more insane and going to way crazier places? I feel like... Being that you're being involved with water, with wakeboarding, you probably got to see a lot of more, I think, interesting and cooler things on that path. Yeah, and two, it's two different types of things. Like, when you're traveling wrestling and people don't really realize this, they're like, oh, you're traveling for wrestling, you get to go to all these cool places. To be honest with you, you travel overseas, let's say you get to Japan, finally get to Japan, check into your hotel, go to sleep, wake up, go straight to the building, do your thing. And then for me, it was from that, after our New Japan show, I went straight back to the hotel, woke up in the morning, caught another flight to another place in Japan, wrestled there, flew all the way back to Tokyo, spent one night there, and then flew home. So there was no time to, like, really get to experience Japan until my second New Japan tour where I actually got to like see some of the city and like we had one free day off and then that was the same when I was wrestling in England I mean we really had really no days off and the days off you pretty much just slept and relaxed but with wakeboarding you really got to experience the culture you really got to experience the people the locals you really got it was a lot way different because local crowd you're hanging out with all local people they're showing you all the cool local spots and and like it you're just treated a lot different and you have a lot of time to actually see the country like photo shoots you're actually trying to find the most beautiful place to wakeboard or the most beautiful place to take some photos of the new clothing that you're trying to promote or whatever so you're in some of the most beautiful countries and beautiful landscapes and you actually get to spend time there because they're to like try to get that epic shot or that one thing it's not about in 20,000 people it's about when you get that right photo and you put it online and it shares with millions and millions of people so it's right. a little bit different with wakeboarding you really got to experience the countries like Bali and Indonesia and I mean, I can go I can go on and on about all the countries I've been to, but wrestling has brought me to some cool countries, South Africa, and one of the best places ever, and I really got to know that one. And that was probably the best trip ever for me wrestling-wise was South Africa. I mean, AJ, RIP AJ, man, your brother. Um, yeah, yeah, we should actually – I feel like we should just take a moment right now and just – show our respects to uh, losing a friend like that. So uh, I made sure I got this for him. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, that was uh, I, I I seen that you said he had passed away and that he was struggling before that. And guys, and guys, if you don't know who we're talking about, uh, AJ was on the show. To, oh man, it must have been during the summer we had him and uh, Johnny Palazzo on the show. And uh, amazing, amazing people, man, amazing guys. Uh, and like you said, AJ doing amazing work out there to bring professional wrestling back to South Africa. And make it popular again, bringing you out there, some other great talent from the States out there and just making it a thing. Uh, and man, he was such a joy to have on our show. Uh, even when we weren't live guys, he was so much fun just to talk with, hang out with. I was really looking forward to getting to go down there with you eventually and see the show and meet him and hang out. Uh, it sucks that that's not going to get to happen, at least meeting AJ. So this is uh, how awesome AJ was. When we were there, it was Amber Nova, uh, Amber Nova's birthday, and we had the option to, you know, they'll pay for everything, and we could stay an extra two days. So we were like, okay. And for her birthday, AJ brought us to his house and introduced us to his whole entire family. We had a huge cookout. We all sing happy birthday to Amber, and it was just. You know, it's that type of people. Yeah. It's good-hearted people. You know what I mean? Like, that's, uh, they're hard to find nowadays, which is hard hard to believe. You would think everybody is just a kind person and has best intentions, but unfortunately they don't always. Um, looks like Wes may have froze a little bit, so we'll, uh, we'll let him do his thing. But, yeah, man, and again, uh, Michael, welcome. Troy, I miss you too, brother. Miss you too, brother. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy, Trish. That's super crazy. Yeah, and if you guys, like I said, if you haven't seen it yet, go to YouTube uh, or on our Facebook or uh, radio or VOC Radio Nation, vocnation.com, find the audio version. But, again, uh, we brought AJ, we brought Johnny Palazzo on, uh, had a great show. AJ's a character, let me tell you, character. And like you heard Wes saying before, unfortunately, he throws up. Uh, golden heart. Big old golden heart on that guy, man. Uh, I, I knew that, and I only met him on, on, on what we do here online, I guess you could say, uh, through video chat doing our episode. I only met him that one time, and I can tell instantly, like, he was a great guy. Uh, and I was very excited to hopefully someday get to go to South Africa and meet him, and unfortunately that won't happen now. Uh, so again, you know, much love to, to AJ, his family, his friends, everybody down there who, who was affected by that, you know, uh, we care for y'all, we love y'all, we're thinking about you, so hopefully Wes will hop back on here, internet might have just froze for a minute, hopefully you can just shut her down and get back on here, but we'll just keep going with the show, uh, yeah, Wes has been lucky enough to travel around and go check out a lot of different places, I, uh, uh, I've been able to do the same thing, uh, not on a global scale. Though. I've only gotten to go overseas once, and I was to uh, London to do do some work. But I used to work for a place. I used to work for an entertainment company in my local town, but we were contracted to work with a, a company called Ragnar Relay Race, uh, which is also sponsored by Reebok. Uh, so I was doing uh, announcing and DJing and timekeeping. Uh, hang on, guys. 
I'm going to try to talk while I try to send the link for Wes to get on. So you guys just bear with us while we're doing this. Uh, but yeah, I used to do that, and that was a lot of fun, and I got to go to a lot, I got to see a lot of the United States while doing that, which was awesome. Two trips to Hawaii, which if you're getting paid to go work in Hawaii, you can never complain. Uh, and then again, like I said, I did get to go overseas, and I got to check out, uh, London, which is someplace never been on my list of, like, I, I need to go. It was like, ah, I'd like to go, it's cool, whatever, but, uh, wasn't something I was seeking, and, now I want to go back. I, I really did enjoy it. It was an amazing place. So I'd like to get back to that. But we're going to see if Wes can hop on. One thing we were going to start to get into, uh, wrestling-wise, for all you hanging out watching us, was NXT TakeOver. We're going to talk about a few things today. NXT TakeOver. We're going to get into the chamber uh, as that's coming up on Sunday. And we're going to talk a little bit about AEW Revolution. Um, so... NXT happened on Sunday night. Vengeance takeover. Great show. Uh, hopefully when Wes comes on, he can tell you about what he thought. He said he caught the main event, so we'll see what he thinks of that. But solid card, and to me, the standout match of the night was definitely that opening match. Uh, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez versus Shotzi Blackheart and um, Ember Moon. Just a great, great match. Uh, I've been saying this for a long time. I don't know if anybody agrees. Uh, I hope some of you do, but I think Dakota Kai is a star in the making. I think she needs to be shot to the moon. She needs to have a title. She needs to get to the main roster. She needs to have a title run there. I think she is so talented. Uh, I'm team kick all the way. Trish, I've never been to Scotland. Uh, I'll ask Wes if he has when he comes back on, but I have never been. I would love to go. Um Sorry, guys. Close. I don't know why Siri wants to work. But, yeah, so I, I, I thought that was the best match of the whole card. Um, you had uh, the Gargano and Kushida match was a really good match as well. I like Dexter Loomis taking... Tyson Fury backstage, so he can't come out. I, I, I have yet to see NXT from last night, guys. I do need to watch that yet, so I, I don't know if that storyline played out anymore. I did see a little clip of Johnny Gargano coming out during Candice LeRae and, uh, is it Indy Black? I can't remember. Uh, there we go. I, I do remember seeing that and, uh, him bringing Austin Fury out, so, uh, looks like he's back. I don't know if they built on that at all. Hey, buddy. What up? Sorry. Internet no, connection. It's all good. We were just talking about traveling and then started to talk a little about NXT TakeOver. Before I go back to that, though, someone did ask if I've been to Scotland and I haven't. Have you been to Scotland? Yes. What, really? Yeah. What was it like, man? Was it dope? Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, was that wrestling or wakeboarding? Wrestling. Really? Oh, damn. Yeah. That is... Wrestling. I Ireland, Scotland... England, the whole UK. Yeah, man. Love, uh, dude, I really do want to go back to London. And this time I want to go and even try to check out, hopefully, pandemic over when I go. I don't think you can. It costs $2,000 for your COVID package to travel to Europe. Damn. What is what is in to, the COVID package? You have to quarantine in a select hotel that they have chosen for people. 
Really? So when you book the ticket, it's part of your ticket, 14-day quarantine. What do they do for people who have the vaccine? I don't know. I didn't get that far. <laughs> I don't even plan on going until the pandemic's done anyways, but when I do, I hope shows are going. I'd like to go check out an indie show out there. Um, and then before you got cut off, just real quick, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on as far as AJ South Africa wrestling? Uh, we were kind of in the middle of that when that when you froze up, so I want to give you a chance to say anything if you didn't. Not just that he was a you know great person and truly is going to miss the guy. I mean, he's someone that will always be missed, and God bless him and I love him so much. That's right. That's right. So, again, thoughts and prayers to his friends, family, and everybody out there. So, uh, we were talking about NXT TakeOver. I was telling everybody how I thought the women's match that opened it for the Dusty Rhodes Classic, first ever women's Dusty Road Tag Team Classic, uh, Dakota Kai, uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon, Shotzi Blackheart stole the show to me. I thought that was the best match of the night. Opened the show. It was great. I was telling everybody I'm a huge Dakota Kai fan. Team kick all the way. I think she's a great talent. Uh, but the main event, Finn Balor, Pete Dunne, two hard-hitting dudes, great talents in the ring, uh, one hell of a match. Uh, what'd you think of what you saw on that? I loved it. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was just a great storytelling match of how, um, Pete worked Finn's finger and just telling yes. a story about, it was just a great match. I really enjoyed watching it. That's you know Johnny Gargano and Kushida had a match earlier in the card on that show, and that was something Kushida through that whole match was focusing on Gargano's injured knee or arm. Sorry, his arm, and it was beautiful because he just kept going back to it. It told the story, and it was like this is this is why I sometimes have issues when I watch certain matches where it's, there's no story and it's just a spot after spot, after spot, after spot, after spot. spot. And it's like, Ooh, ah, ooh, but I want to be invested. I want to feel like I'm like, no. And it was great, man. And that Pete Dunn and uh, Finn Balor match was, was really great, dude. And the ending was awesome. Uh, Adam Cole and the undisputed era coming out and him. Yeah. And two, the announcers really put it over too. I thought the announcers really. So your boys with Wade, Right, yes. Mr. Barrett. Uh, that man is phenomenal on commentary. Yes, he's very good. I mean, he's always been such a well spoker, and yeah, I think he's done a little bit. Of, I mean, when he had that bad news, Barrett, he would come down and cut promos every night. He's always been a really good talker, talker, and um, uh, yeah, that's a perfect role for him. And the cool thing is, he loves wrestling and he knows the business, so you're really getting it from a wrestler's point of view too. Yeah, and and he knows how to t- he knows how to enhance the story and I'm glad you said that because that's something that people don't realize nowadays either and that's that the commentary team, the referee, all of that is is important to telling the full-on story of what's happening in the ring during that match. Uh you know, which one of my all-time favorites will always be Ric Flair winning the Royal Rumble I think in 1992-93 when he came in at number 3. But what really made me get behind it is if you listen to Bobby Heenan on commentary, that whole match once Flair was in, because he was in Flair's corner. Mm-hmm. And on commentary, you can tell, but he told it so beautifully and just reacted. So there's no one like Bobby Heenan, though. There's no, no one. He, he, he's, he's one of the best. I mean, he, it's just, it, 
the art of storytelling he could do and promos and just him being such a good heel. Oh, my gosh, man. There's just no one like him. He is my all-time favorite talent in the wrestling business. He really is, uh, which may rub people the wrong way because he's not an actual wrestler, but he's just as important. And to be honest, you watch him in those weasel matches, he takes some bumps, man. That, that, old, that yeah, guy would fall right. out. Yeah, yeah, you know? Um, but, yeah, man, and then uh, Undisputed Era now about to have a, their actual breakup. Adam Cole uh, punting Finn Balor in the face and then punting O'Reilly in the face. Happened again last night on the NXT. So it looks like Undisputed Air is going to break up. It looks like Adam Cole is going to be breaking away. But the question is, is he going to the main roster finally? That's what everybody wants to know. Yeah, I have no idea. I and I don't no either. I what, what what they want to do. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. And Trish, I'm assuming you're talking about Bobby Heenan. I got to meet Bobby Heenan. Unfortunately, it was when he couldn't talk anymore. So it was limited interaction, but I'm still happy I just got to meet him. But um, let's get to uh, AEW Revolution and just some stuff from AEW that's going on. Obviously, a couple weeks out, and there's a big match. Well, the the biggest thing is um, Cage, Brian Cage, uh, powerbombing Sting. Yes. Uh, as soon as he did it, I was like, he just killed Sting. Like, he literally just killed an old man in the ring. <laughs> like, he went all out on that power bomb, dude. Uh, which I have to imagine Cage was probably fanning out a little bit inside doing that. But uh, So what do you think, man? Like, I've been pretty on the train of I'm cool with Sting being an AEW and being, like, a figure. But I don't have any interest seeing him working. I don't really want to see him in any matches. Obviously, that's what we're headed to, though. Uh, you, what did you think, though? I mean, he, he took it well last night, and he rolled kind of right up after the cameras were off. So, I mean, old man, I guess, must still have it. My big thing, though, is he was he couldn't wrestle in WWE anymore because of an injury. And I haven't really ever heard any explanation as to, is that not a factor anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Um, we're just going to have to watch and find out. Definitely. Street match, I believe, too. Him, Darby Allen, and uh, the old Taz crew. Well, that's a little bit easier to navigate. It really is, which that's cool. Uh, well, it's cool that they're going to do that, but that's kind of crazy, too, to hear. Like, they're really getting into some of these creative gimmicky matches now with AEW because now we have the John Moxley, Kenny Omega Revolution. It's going to be an ex- I gotta remember exploding bomb what exploding right a barbed wire ex, exploding barbed wire death match. Apparently the ropes will be barbed wire and there will be some sort of exploding mechanisms in the corners. Uh, is what I heard. I think F something something used to do it back in the day in like the eighties and nineties. So uh, they're getting out there with some of their matches. Let's see how it goes. I'm all about checking it out and seeing it's different. So, I mean, cool. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but then, uh, I do have what they have going for Revolution so far. And again, the exploding barbed wire death match with Omega and Moxley. The Young Bucks are going to put their titles on the line against Chris Jericho and MJF, which will be a, that'll be a good match. What I'm interested to see, though, is they have, like, multiple storylines going on at the same time. So, like, Sammy Guevara somehow is going to feud with MJF because he just quit the inner circle because of him. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I assume he's involved in this somehow. Uh is gonna go against the women's eliminate uh the women's tournament winner. Um, which I don't know where they're gonna go with that. There's a lot of talent in there. Riho making her return last night, looking great. Her and Serena D putting on one hell of a match on Imp- uh, on Dynamite last night. Uh and then yeah, Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta, El Zero, Meadow, and then three other people who have not been announced are gonna be in a ladder match. We got the street fight with Sting, Darby Allen, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks. And then the big bunny match, which I don't know what that means, of Hangman Page versus Matt Hardy, which I think is just going to end with Hangman joining the Dark Order. That's that's pretty stacked card. And that's what we have now. This pay-per-view is still, what, two weeks away? So mm-hmm. who knows what else may get added. Uh, obviously, the one match we were hoping that would be on that card, and unfortunately won't, but it will be on the go-home dynamite going into this show, and that is the big Cody Roach, Keel O'Neal, and uh, Jade Cargyle, and your lovely fiance, Red Velvet. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to be down there, or at least watching it on TV. Are you pumped to see this match? I'm just I'm pumped to see your girl go, because she's amazing, and I'm pumped to see Shaquille O'Neal finally in a wrestling ring. Yeah, I think I think I'll probably be there. Right. You're going to have to take yeah, I gotta, some pictures. I've got to support the wifey. And, uh, Which, by the way, I, did I read it right? She's ranked. She's the top-ranked woman uh, according to AEW's rankings? Yep. There you go, guys. There you go. Number one. That's how it goes. So that's going to be a real... I'll pick them. Hell yeah. Look at you. Look at you. Getting all, going for the winners. West Briscoe don't, t- don't hang out with no zeros. This yeah, she, she's a winner in my book in every different thing she does. Yeah, man, she's uh, is, I mean, just talent, just talent. You know what I mean? Um, and it's cool to see it happen. Uh, if that's your, you know, that's your wifey, so that means she's going to be my friend. <laughs> Unfortunately, she has no choice in that matter now. She's just going to be a friend now for me too. So I'm very excited to see her and her career just keep going. Um, Oh, here, someone is explained the big money matches. Whoever wins, Paige or Hardy, gets the other's money they earned in quarter one. All right. I want to see them actually a legit pay stub. <laughs> right, dude. That would be so great. Just sign it off. and actually cash that check and get that money. IRS there, taking their cut right away in the ring. That's ours, guys. You split the rest. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Interesting. Again, like I said, I think that whole match is just leading to Hangman Page joining the Dark Order. But we'll, we'll see, see how that. Yeah, I we'll see. How I that. can't wait to watch it. It'll be it'll be a good pay per view to watch it. It'll definitely be a good pay per view, and it's on a Sunday night this time around. Everybody, remember oh, that. That's usually. even better. I always like pay per views on a Sunday night. I just feel like it's easier to get everyone around and kind of like sit by the TV on a Sunday because Saturdays a lot of people still want to go out or. They're kind of just spent from the week, and they just want to just have one veg day. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like pay-per-views on Sunday. I've always thought that, like, it's always good to watch it on Sunday. Yeah, and for me, it's just so tradition. I've grown up my whole life with pay-per-views around Sundays, so it's like – and football is the same way. It's always on Sunday for the most part. So Sunday is the day that I want to watch these things. Yeah. not saying that it's bad on Saturday either. Keep doing your thing, especially at the Vegas one when you guys do double or nothing AEW. Make sure that's a Saturday night one because I'm going to come. Um, that'll probably be the next time I'm back in Vegas. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, it'll be a good show. And, again, the dynamite going into that is going to be really good. 
Someone wants to know, do we like ROH, and have you ever wrestled Sledge? Do you know who Sledge is? I don't. Yes. Sorry, Trish, I'm unfamiliar. I don't, unfortunately, get to watch a lot of ROH. Uh, it's just so much other stuff going on. I have a hard enough time keeping up with WWE and AEW as is, uh, let alone trying to trying to watch a little bit of Impact and trying to keep up with New Japan. Uh, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Uh, so, unfortunately, I don't, um, and I don't know who Sledge is, so, yeah, sorry, Trish, but, uh, they also, the other thing, too, man, dude, we just had one pay-per-view, you know, you just had the Rumble, last week was TakeOver, and now we're going into Elimination Chamber this weekend, three big shows in a row for WWE, like, in a row, uh, Brian Campbell is his real name, I, I still don't know who that is, I don't know if you do, Wes, um, so Chamber coming up this weekend. This is the most odd road to WrestleMania I've ever seen because it's just so in the air. Yeah, they just don't know where they're going because of everything that happened with the pandemic. I feel like they just don't know what direction and don't really want to throw out any storyline, big storylines, and just get it all shut down. I mean, I guess it won't get shut down, but it just wouldn't happen in front of a live crowd. Right. Yeah, and then that's the crazy thing, too. They still have yet to announce anything as far as tickets for sale and stuff for Mania, and we're 50 days away, I think, from WrestleMania. So it's like people are going to come to it. You better start selling tickets. <laughs> yeah, I think um, the season ticket holders of the stadium get first priority. Oh. They're going to let a lot of the uh, – um, Medical people and first first line workers, yeah, kind of like the Super Bowl did. Yep, I like that. That's a cool deal. That's a very cool deal. Pretty sure how it's going to go. And then that was there'll be a certain amount of seats available for purchase, but I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to be around. Yeah, I thought about it. I was like, if the cards really good and tickets aren't super expensive, flights are pretty cheap to Florida from here right now. But then I was like, it's two days. I don't want to go to both days. <laughs> uh, I, I heard the I heard the nosebleeds tickets were a thousand dollars. Yeah, forget that. I ain't doing that. I'll just wait and maybe go to Dallas next year. Um, let's go. Th- I'm going to go through some of this chamber stuff just to get your predictions. My predictions. Uh, Interna- uh, Intercontinental Championship. That's going to be on. I think the pre-show. Maybe no, no, it's not. Sorry, that's not even the first match. So let's go with the SmackDown Women's Championship. Sasha Banks, wait, is that true? Is she getting another shot? Carmella? Um, I mean, Banks is going to win because we're setting up Bianca and Banks at Mania. Yeah, that's, about Banks all the way. that's about the only thing that's kind of for sure, I think, right now. Uh, Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler versus the Street Profits for the tag champs. Uh, Street Profit goes over. I believe so as well. Uh, Intercontinental Championship is Big E versus Apollo Crews. I just oh. I just worked out with Apollo Crews uh, yesterday. No doubt. And I'm, I'm sorry, guys. These matches, I don't know, have been confirmed yet, but this is what they're thinking. So I'm, I'm a toss-up there because I'm good friends with both of them. Yeah. I was in FCW with Big E, and he was one of my road partners, so I'm going with Big E. Big E it is. Uh Apollo Crews, man, how, how's he putting it down in the gym? Because that boy's jacked. He's strong as ox. Shoot, man, that dude is he'd lift, huge. He'd be lifting the whole gym. 
Like, I, I he was going that. crazy uh, yesterday on squats. It was insane. Dang, dude. Yeah, uh, he's a good guy. That's awesome. United States Championship match. This is a match that's on the card. Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Riddle. Keith Lee, from last I heard, is a question mark, though. He was absent from Raw. So, not sure if he's actually going to be in the match come Sunday. I'm going with Bobby Lashley. Are you? I'm going to go Riddle. I feel like they're pushing Riddle big right now against against the Hurt business, and I, I feel like he's dropping. Then they'll have a rematch at Mania. We'll see. Uh, Raw Women's Championship. Now, this is another match that has now been thrown in the air. It was supposed to be Oscar and Lacey Evans with the whole Ric Flair thing. Uh, but I don't know if you heard about this, Wes, but on Monday Night Raw this last week, Lacey Evans was in a tag match against Charlotte and Asuka, and as soon as Charlotte was tagged in and she was tagged in, she hops off the apron and then uh, announces that I can't wrestle you because I'm pregnant, which then proceeded to have Ric Flair freak out, being like, ah, oh, call me daddy, woo, 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 daddy, call me daddy, uh, implying that he is going to be the baby's father. Uh, that's where this storyline has now gone. Uh, uh, like, that's the work of this. The real news is Lacey Evans apparently is really pregnant by her legitimate husband. Okay. Not so by she. Flair. No. But storyline, it's implied that it's Ric Flair. But she, regardless, is not going to be in this match now. So, don't know who's taken out of that place. Nothing's well, been said yet. Well, is Charlotte's winning? Yeah, I, I believe so. So here we go. Roman Reigns versus the Elimination Chamber uh, match winner for SmackDown. This, I thought, was weird. I'm used to the Chamber being if you win the Chamber, you get a shot at Mania. They changed it. But this one, in the SmackDown side, they're going to do the Chamber match, and then the winner will have a match that same night against Reigns. So the, the participants are King Corbin, Kevin Owens, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, and Jay Uso. I don't really know. I would. I want to say Kevin Owens because I feel like all of this is leading to Owens and Reigns having another match at Mania, but I really don't know, being that the winner's having a match that night with Reigns. I think Kevin. Yeah, I think so too. And I think Reigns beats him. Reigns is yeah. dropping. It won't be till Mania. Yeah, definitely. And then the Raw side of things, the Drew McIntyre is actually defending his championship in Chamber. So that's a little different. Uh, and he'll have Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston all in the match. Kofi Kingston replacing The Miz, who took himself out because he's money in the bank. He doesn't need to be in it. Uh, and again, Orton's I in this. See, I see Miz running out, cashing in his title. I think so, too. Uh, I think Drew wins this. I think Orton, obviously, is not going to really be a factor in this match, being that his promo on Raw on Monday when he was talking about the match was interrupted by Alexa Bliss, who was basically seen doing some sort of seance to bring the, the Fiend back from the dead. So my guess is Sunday we're finally going to see the Fiend come back, um, which then means Orton and Fiend at uh, Mania. So, uh, and which is hilarious. I just want to say this because we've told the story on here about uh, Orton and you when you guys were younger. But I've seen that yeah. Papa Briscoe was tweeting some stuff about the old days, and a bunch of those guys were getting in it. And I've seen 
the reply from Orton to you and your 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 dad, and it was just a bunch of snake pictures. Or gator pictures. Yeah. Which, which, if you guys missed the story, Wes was giving him a hard time being like, oh, yeah, there's snakes and gators in this water, bro. Be careful. Yeah, what they were, I mean, there kind of was. <laughs> wasn't too much of a man. See, that's the shit you tell you say though. So when like when I'm in Florida with you, that's why I'm afraid to do half of the things because you're like, oh no, this is not in there. No. <laughs> Hell no, dude. Not but yeah, that, yeah, you're right, and I'll take that chance. Uh, but yeah, that's Chamber, man. It's weird because it's just this is it's like a, this is just a stop in the road for the Mania card, and who knows what's gonna happen. And, lot, and they're going to give Mania a good month in like two weeks to to tell stories for those matches. So yeah. we'll see. And plus, Mania's two nights this year. Again, going to be some cinematic stuff is my guess. And I almost feel like we're going to see some uh, more NXT matches happen because I feel like we're not going to get a takeover during Mania weekend. Hmm. I think they might just put some NXT matches on the two-night card. Well, we'll see. I'll, yeah. be, I'll be looking forward to it. It'll be interesting, man. Um, something else, and I don't know if you saw this, and if you haven't, you should watch at least the first episode at some point because I'd be interested to just kind of see being that you're a generational uh, a star and you've grown up in the wrestling business from birth. Uh, last night, or maybe the night before, Tuesday night, was the premiere of Young Rock. Did you hear about this show? Mm-hmm. Did you see it? No, I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. It was really good. It was really good, dude. And there's like, there's a scene. I heard they cast the the members pretty good. Yeah, because there's a whole scene where they walk into uh, Rock's grandma's apartment. So High Chief Chiamia, High High Chief Peter Mayavia's wife. They went to her place where all the boys were: the Head Shrinkers, Junkyard Dog. Iron Sheik and Andre the Giant, and there was like a whole scene of all of them playing cards and little Dewey talking wrestling with them, and then says the fake word, and Andre like chokes him and picks him up like we don't say the f word. It was just man for someone who's been watching since those guys were like stars and a huge fan of The Rock and just Dwayne Johnson. It was like man, this is awesome. Yeah, that's cool. It was a really good show. Uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, make sure you do it. Young Rock. It's going to be a good one, man. It's funny, too, because the whole thing is set around he's doing an all tell-all interview because he's running for president in 2032 on the show. Like, how do you think we will legitimately see that happen? There's always been talk of it. I see it happening. And I guess he recently said he would run if the people want him to run. Yeah, he will. He was just waiting for the right time. You think he'd be good? I'd vote for him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd vote for him. Yeah. I mean, just the way he can talk to people is the whole – he's able to talk to people that – I mean, he takes time out of his busy day to talk to, you know, kids with special needs. He – will give anybody the time of day. And for someone like that, that would actually listen to the people and actually would listen to what the people have to say and actually mm-hmm. try to do something about it instead of letting it just go 
one ear and out the other. The Rock, if he listens, he's going to do what he says he's going to do. He's not going to sugarcoat it or change his ideas. He's going to do exactly what he says. So someone like that would be a great leader because he's just, I mean, he's an amazing person. And no one's ever had anything bad to say about him. So he's just, you know, I think he'd be the best bet. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, when you were at the Performance Center last, was he around there? Was that around the time he came back for the Cena match in the uh, 28 and 29? Mm, I don't know. I want to see The Rock cut a promo. <laughs> I would love, Jamie, to see The Rock on an actual political debate. It would be an amazing TV. Um Trish, I didn't, or Eric, sorry, I didn't watch the Japanese side of the tournament. I missed it. I heard it was good. Uh, Trish wants to know she was raised on your dad, Uncle Piper, in 80s wrestling. We couldn't talk of wrestling being not real. Where did you guys stand on that now? So she's basically, Trish wants to know in the current day and age, where is kayfabe stand? I mean, it's pretty easy to see that we're in this reality era. WWE's been in that for a long time as far as they acknowledge its entertainment. But it's one of those things, and Wes, you can talk about it too, but, I mean, people can say it's predetermined and it is what it is, but it's no joke what you do in the ring. I've been with you many times where I've seen you in severe pain just from the, the knocks and, and, the, and the bangs you've taken in the ring. Uh, there's no joke about anything you guys are doing. Yeah, I mean, just like pretty much what Big A said. I mean, yeah, everyone knows it's pretty much predetermined. I mean, you start doing real moves and you start wrestling against people that six foot seven, four hundred pounds. You know, like it does hurt. It's the greatest live show on earth because of what you guys put your bodies on the line for during that for the audience. Mm Because that's what it comes down to. You guys do it for the audience. Yeah. Uh, and it's an amazing thing. That's why I've always been in awe of this industry. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, I wanted to ask you one more thing before we head out because you mentioned it. Uh, you were contacted about doing an interview. Apparently there is a uh, – someone's putting together a book about TNA. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I got contacted. And uh, I don't want to give out too much, but there's definitely a book coming out. And uh, we're going to have them actually on the podcast. Once oh, very cool. Closer to time. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So that that should be a cool thing to check out. I'm also ARW is this weekend. Uh, I believe it's Friday. That's tomorrow. And then I go to me and the fiance go to New Jersey for a virtual signing. And that will be Saturday. Yeah, and I'm going to see if I can find the uh, flyer for it. I can't remember what the name of the place was. Yep. There it is. Virtual signing East Coast autograph auctions, guys. It's at 3.30. Follow, I believe, I guess, I think it is the East Coast autograph auctions live. Follow them on Facebook. Or Ultimate Stars Promotion, sorry. Ultimate Uh, Stars Promotion, yeah. Yep. Check out their Facebook page. You guys can watch the live stream of uh, Wes and the lovely Red Velvet doing their autograph signing. I'm going to tune in just to be like, what's up, everybody? Uh, But, yeah, check it out. 
it'll be cool. Um, and I don't know if it's too late to get in for the autograph part of it, because usually you got to send something in. You could probably buy some 8x10s too, but, uh, again, go to that Facebook page and you can I'm get sure, all those details. I'm sure you probably would be able to purchase, like, if you were on there and, like, sent the PayPal, I'm sure you'd, we'd be able to do a custom thing right there. I don't know what their plans, and I haven't really seen it yet, so I'll let you guys know more as I know. Hell yeah, so that's coming up on Sunday, right? Saturday. Saturday, that's right. And then Sunday's a big day, too, for you, my friend. Yep. Day of rest. 21. Yeah, 21. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we're getting to that. I don't want to be 21 again. Nah, no shit. I know I wouldn't either. But we also are getting to the point that I also don't want to acknowledge my real age anymore. Yeah, neither do I. You know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, so I, I, I won't – probably see you that day, but I'm sure we'll talk before then and maybe even that day, but an early happy birthday to my very good friend Wes here, my brother. Um, I'll tell you what, dude, Vegas made me really, again, realize, like, dude, I need to just get to warmer weather uh, and I just need more time away. So I, we definitely need to figure something out, but, like, this spring I'm definitely coming out for a long weekend. Uh, good, we're ready. Yeah, man, we'll do – and when we do that, guys – that means usually we'll do at least a show together in the same room so you can see us together side by side. Uh, but, man, I don't even care if you have a wrestling show that weekend or anything. I just need to get the hell out, and I just yeah, want to come kick it. <laughs> That's it, man. I just want to come kick it with my boy down in Orlando. So, uh, But, guys, again, thank you for joining us. Uh, find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Briscoe and Big A Show. Generally, we're every other Thursday, sometimes every Thursday, but generally on Thursdays you'll find us. Um, look at this. we got people giving you the happy birthdays right there. Look at that. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on blast. <laughs> Sorry, brother. Uh, but, yeah, man, find us on all that. Again, the VOC Radio Nation, you can find the exclusive audio-only versions of the show. Uh, so check those out. Some other cool shows over there, too. Bill after Shelly Martinez in the room. Uh, Brady Hicks, uh, all, just all, all sorts of good stuff over there if you're a wrestling fan, so check it out. Um, yeah, man, and again, check everything out that Wes has going on, ARW, uh, putting on some really great shows, the signing obviously going on, support AW, support Red Velvet, big match coming up, so guys, make sure you send her all of those well wishes. Blow her up, tell everybody on the social media world how badass she is. And uh, we'll be back. I don't well, know. This we'll, pr- we'll probably do one more podcast next week. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that will be when Red Velvet's facing Joe yep. Carter and Shaquille O'Neal. So I probably won't be able to get an episode out. We probably yep. won't be able to film until I get back from that. So we'll film next, next, next Thursday. We'll have an, another episode and then we'll be off for a week and then – We'll have a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah, dude. We're going to have a whole lot to talk about. Well, I can't we'll, have wait lot, to... we'll have a lot to talk about next week because all the stuff that I'm doing. And also, I'm wrestling Garrett Bischoff at ARW. For the title. We'll see how that goes. Ooh, that's that's some history right there. Yeah. Former tag champs, everybody. Garrett Bischoff and West Briscoe. Yep. And he kind of screwed you against Shannon Moore. Not kind of. He yeah. screwed you no, against he Shannon Moore. So we're going to – I got to get some redemption. So we're going to see how it goes and uh, hopefully uh, kick some ass. And uh, looking forward to telling you guys all about it. And 
we'll uh, see you next week. Hell yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, again, like we asked, please share with everybody. Let everybody know what we got going on. Uh, the more you guys can bring people to us, the more we can kind of start spreading wings and flying more with some of this stuff. And again, guys, watch this weekend. Uh, probably Sunday sometime you'll see that uh, Las Vegas uh, vlog YouTube drop on our YouTube channel for my trip. So something to look forward to, everybody. And, of course, uh, Tuesday nights on YouTube, this two-count, me and my, my good friend, comedian John Russell, we'll, we'll talk some stuff. we got our buddy Tim Nella coming out. We're going to do a the Chamber Reaction Show this week. So if you want to get real nerdy and technical with the wrestling talk, get in there with us. That's where we do it. And, and uh, I'll be doing a video vlog of the Yes. My fiance, us going to the airport, flying yes. airport, seeing if she can put up with me on the airplane for the first time. <laughs> you guys have never flown together? This will be nope. the first. Oh, shoot. All well, right. Thank, thank God I don't drink anymore, so that's a good thing. Dude, I hear you, brother. I'm with you on that. All right, guys. Again, thank, thank you. Party. No drinking. Hell yeah. No booze for you, everybody. It's better that way. Don't be a fool. All right, guys. We'll see you next week for our next episode. And uh, enjoy your weekend, everybody. If you are in those southern parts where you're getting hammered, hey, prayers, thoughts with all of you. You can get through it. Uh, anything we can do to help, you know, let let everybody know. I'm sure a lot of states up here are willing to, to help out, being that this is our norm. So, uh, yeah, man. Everybody just take care of each other, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace, love, and happiness. Hey, this is a Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Can Wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.